Welcome to the Words of Grace podcast. You'll have heard our Lights of Christ enabler, Hannah Sandoval, who's been a guest on the show before. Uh, that was a beautiful singing and uh, playing of the harp, so thank you very much. I'm not sure I was expecting the singing on that. It was just sat here. <laughs> Hannah carried the harp in, as she does, takes it most places with her, to be fair, and um, sat down, started to sing. That's fantastic, isn't it? Great bonus. And she's even made it through the snow, so she's coming especially for especially this today, which is... Um... That is the commitment of the Church House staff. Sheffield Diocese Board of Finance... They're there for you people all the time. All the Christmas spirit. Yeah. That's like a Hallmark film right there, I think, making sure again they're in time to play on the harp. Yeah, that's exactly what it's like. So we've got a few people around the table. It's a bit like a sort of Christmas dinner, uh, except there's no turkey. Um, but there are After Eight Mints and Schlur. A Christian staple at Christmas. Christian staple, both of those mixed or together. A Christmas staple. Well, that's right, yeah. Um, Hugh Thomas, the Director of Education, has started on the Champagne very early this year. Finally got him on the podcast. He I runs know. away when we try and get him on. He's, he's got to do an assembly after this, I think, but I don't know what's going to be coming on. What's going to happen in that, Hugh? There's going to be some noise. I'll be slurring the slurp. You will be slurring the slurp. But anyway, um, we're going to have a bit of a chat around the table about Christmas. Um, just have a bit of festive cheer. And uh, we just wanted to say thanks to everyone that's listened to the Words of Grace podcast during the year. We've had some fantastic emails from people. We've had some, very, some great compliments. We've had a little bit of criticism. On football mainly, too much football. Yeah, too much football was the main one. But anyway, so we won't talk about Tottenham Man City on the weekend. We're no. not going to mention it. No, 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 that's fine. And Hugh is not going to mention Swansea either. No, he's promised to. So what are we going to start with then, Ben? I think so. You were playing some Christmas music for us as we were coming it in. Was. Uh, that's a good first starting point, I think. Some songs and carols can divide opinions. So I think we start on the positives. People's sort of favourite yeah. Christmas songs. It could be hymns or it could be secular songs. and have to be a preference. Yeah. Uh, anyone else want to jump in on that? Come on. I, I'm going to start. So um, I used to, my favourite Christmas song used to be Greg Lake, um, Believe in Father Christmas. Do you know that? Looking at, Libby's looking at me as if she's never heard that song. You'll know it if we play it. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Oh. Paul's going to sing it for us. Uh, <laughs> on the harp. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> and uh, but recently, as my kids know, Kelly Clarkson, that new Kelly Clarkson, you're here where you should be, Snowing, Falling, and the Carolers Sing. It's a great Christmas song. We love that. I wanted to play it. Ben said there were copyright issues. Libby's backed me up on that as well. So. Yeah, but she has put a phone call into Kelly because she's a close personal friend just to see if it's okay. And I'm expecting an answer back later on. Friend of the podcast. She says no. She definitely says no. Happy Christmas, but... So, Jason, go on, give us a favourite Christmas song. I think that's a, such a difficult question because there's so many great ones. Um, one that I, I discovered that probably wouldn't be to everyone's taste, one that I discovered last week was the Sesame Street version wow. of I Want a Hippopotamus for Christmas, which is called I Want a Snuffleupagus for Christmas. Fantastic. Well, Definitely look that one up. Uh, yes, okay. Are you on commission for that or something? <laughs> That's extraordinary. Uh, Josh, do you want to jump in? Yeah, sure. Uh, straight off the bat, it's Last Christmas by Wham. Oh. Yeah, not in... There's this thing with you, you and George Michael, Josh, at the moment, isn't there? Yeah, of course there is. There's never not a thing with me and George Michael. <laughs> <laughs> George Michael's all year round. Christmas, you got Last Christmas. Yeah. Winter. Club Tropical of the Summer and Kellis for the rest of the year. So I'm covered all bases, really. So if you're going to do it right. If you're going to do it right. If yeah. you're going to do it nice, <laughs> Ben, I see what you did there. So when, so when jo Josh Hunter, that's our building developments officer. So if, he's, if he does come around to visit your church, okay, part of the idea is the game to sing a George Michael song whilst he's there. 
Because he's got plethora in his case. Yeah, three. I've got three of them in my case, yes. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's the three you've already that's mentioned. The three, that's the three I'm going for, yeah. Oh, fantastic. <laughs> so, has anyone else around the table got a favourite Christmas song? Oh, look at this. Yes. Do you know Mike Oldfield's version of In Dulcie Jubilee, oh, where he plays all the instruments yeah, and then it was like, you yeah. synth or... Men of a certain age. Oh, just love it. Yes. I feel like I used to gallop around the living room to that incessantly and I still, I would do it now if it was played. Yeah. Well, I have got Spotify <laughs> and a speaker, so, you know, can you play on the harp or not? I can, but very slow. Very slow, very slow. Okay. Libby's got a favourite song, I'm sure. Hang on. Do you love a bit of Mariah at Christmas? So I know people don't like it, but and it gets played too early on the radio, but I love it. I did like it, but it has been overplayed a lot. Well, yeah. I think she makes like a million a year on it, though, so, you know, well played. Yeah, because business opportunities. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Did she write it? That's something I'm not sure. so. With that... She, the original was actually all I for Christmas is Hugh. <laughs> 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 Sorry, she wrote all the <laughs> But people always sing the you, and it doesn't sound right. <laughs> Are you still close with Mariah? Still friends? It, it, this is going on the podcast, isn't it? Words of Grace. I'll not say anything on the Words of Grace podcast. <laughs> Due to legal issues, primarily. Redacted. <laughs> you actually do a Mariah Carey podcast on uh, Tuesday evenings, don't you? Anyway. <laughs> 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 he suddenly glazed over there, and I don't know where he went. <laughs> Tim Gill's up for <laughs> <laughs> Yes, very much a friend of the podcast, yes, Tim Gill. Yeah. yeah. See, I do love. So Hugh, you're the clergy member here. So I do love in the bleak midwinter, but biblically, does it make much sense? Oh, I can't stand Christmas carols. Anyway. I really dislike Christmas carols. Yeah, I think they enshrine a certain type of Christianity into their lyrics. You know, um, uh, often, I mean, weird. Little Lord Jesus, no crying he makes. Where does that come from? What message does that send? You know, and to all his wondrous childhood, he would honour and obey. We say he never, ever threw a wobbly when he was growing up. They have this idealised picture of Jesus, veiled in flesh. What a horrible line, veiled in flesh. He was flesh. So no, I really don't like Christmas carols at all. Name me one that's good. It, with the exception of Silent Night, actually. That's an okay one. So you picked a good one. See you amid the winter snow? Oh, I'll find a line in there that's pretty awful in there somewhere. <laughs> Personally, I always go for uh, Christmas Time, Don't Let the Bells End by The Darkness, which I think is the all-time best Christmas record. Very good. They're singing that at Christchurch pitch more this year, I think, aren't they? Yes. So, that, thanks for bringing the whole festive season. Sorry, yes, no, no, it's fine. No. I did want to, though. That was a good segue. So I did then want to go down the which Christmas songs don't we like. So I think Hugh started us off there quite yeah. well. Anybody got a Christmas? Well, come on. You're going to put it out there now. Because I was playing some songs when we came in. And you immediately asked me to switch this one off, which I was horrified at. But go for it. Every single person in this room I know is going to look at me now and judge me and say, what? How can you hate that song? I hate Fairytale New York. Oh. I agree. Thank you. No worries. Tell me why, Josh. Tell me why. It's like almost has the same problem with Mariah. It gets overplayed constantly all year. Like, well, not all year, but like for Christmas. And I can barely tell what he's even saying half the time. I think the overplaying is the issue. of the dead. <laughs> Sorry, excuse I... me. <laughs> he's, he's... <laughs> you were talking about George Michael Hannah then, weren't you? Yeah. Yeah. Maybe cut that bit out. 
Jason, you were saying. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's right. Yes, that's right. Yeah. Back up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think it's a, it's a great... Go on, Jason. What are you going to say? Go on. I was going to say. Uh, yeah, I think the overplaying is the issue because I think it is a great song, but it's like 90% of people's favourite Christmas song. I've just been, you know, get a bit of originality. Think of something a bit more out of the box. I'll tell you what I really like is uh, Driving Home for Christmas. Chris yeah. That makes me feel very Christmassy. Because that's not overplayed. I don't think it is. Oh. It's less offensive, though, I think. It's just nice and, you know. <laughs> well, that's the... offensive. Well, this thing, people call me a Scrooge for not liking Fairtale New York, yeah. but it's a really depressing. But there was song. another one you said you didn't like. was Mara Carey, so you've gone from... A Christmas rapping, I can't stand the oh, I love that. Don't start singing that. <laughs> I love Christmas rapping. It's a great song. Okay, so we've divided the room pretty well. Now, what we are going to start talking about Christmas films, but we are not, not, not going to mention... I had. We're not going to mention that film, okay? Mention what? Oh, okay. Yeah, it's not a Christmas film. Yeah, okay. We we've it's already been it. settled on the votes. It's been settled. We clearly discussed it on the podcast. What was it? Two syllables. Don't know. Die Hard. That is obviously Love Actually is a Christmas film, isn't it? No, Hugh, because we've done it, okay? We, there's been a vote. It's a bit like Brexit, okay? There's not many of us who've settled on it. Okay? Uh, this is not, not authorised by the Church of England. I just want to make that clear. This isn't Christmas dinner, okay? Rest and Nigel Farage podcast. is still on I'm a Celebrity. But, so I'm just saying that that's where he should stay. But what I'm saying is, a bit like Brexit, the Die Hard issue has been sorted. Okay, we can't go back. What about Die Hard 2? Uh, it's also a Christmas oh, film. Oh, that's in yeah, summer, though. That's yeah. not Christmas. Okay. Good film. So, we're going to talk about other films. <laughs> that's proving that the rest of the franchise are also not Christmas films, I would suggest. Yeah, they wouldn't prove that it is because there's a summer one. Exactly. But they're not like a Christmas franchise. Okay, so moving on from Die Hard, okay. We did say the start. <laughs> we did say we could cut stuff. If we go on about Die Hard, we lose a lot of listeners, okay? It's worse than talking about football. So we're going to go around. We're going to ask... Hang on a minute. We've just destroyed the carol services across the diocese, but you're worried about losing people over Die Hard. <laughs> That's an interesting diocese we've got. Yeah, it's, a, it's our target audience, mate. So um, we're going to talk about Christmas films. We're going to go around, and we are going to ask everybody for their Christmas film, okay? Their favourite Christmas film. Uh, now, there's not going to be any judging in the room, okay? If we had... <laughs> but there might be a few sneers and a bit of, of banter about it, okay? But just remember, everyone's got their opinion. They're entitled to it, because we're all in the Church of England, after all. So... Um, Hannah, I'm going to ask you first. Oh, where did you wake up then? It's a bit exhausted after the harping. Okay, so I'm going to pass the microphone over to you. Then you're going to go to Chris and then Jason, um, Caroline, Josh, all the people in the room. If you don't want to say anything, just pass the microphone by. by. We won't name and shame you much. Okay. Is this, is this my favourite? Favourite Christmas film. Uh, well, last night, me and my husband watched Home Alone, followed by Miracle on 34th Street. And I have to say, it was just the most perfect combination because it's all like 90s nostalgia and makes me think of being really small and yeah just lovely John Hughes films with soundtrack yeah it was just great they were very cheesy obvious choices but but really good great shout that's great I'm giving the second vote to Home Alone Home Alone is uh, 
my daughter's favourite, so got to vote for that one. But uh, the original Santa Claus, the movie, is one I'd be putting in there if you know. Who's in that? Can't remember. I'd controversially argue that Home Alone's not a Christmas movie. But yeah, we'll not get into that. Um, there's, there's so many Christmas films I could mention. If I've got to pick one, I think it's the the Disney classic, uh, The Santa Claus, starring Tim Allen. Stroud. Um, I would go with Home Alone, and, and to be honest, all of them, watch one after the other, I think, because it just reminds you of watching them when your children were smaller. Uh, so, yeah, Home Alone, definitely. I know this one's probably going to get a few eyebrow raises because it's always been a bit... Anything weird. with George Michael in it? No, 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 no. I'll look, uh, Polar Express, um, because oh, I well, think it, like, it encapsulates everything. It's so Christmassy, like so unapologetically Christmassy that I just get a good Christmas warm feeling from it. And it doesn't bother me that it's almost human-like animation. Mm. But, I mean, the, the kid in it with the glasses... Uh, He's the only downside to it, but I can look past that. <laughs> okay, great bit of detail there, Josh. Thanks for that. These are all strong contenders, so far to be fair. For me, because I grew up with it, I watch it every year. The songs are fantastic. It's got to be Muppet Christmas Carol, yeah, and um, especially the restored "When Love Is Gone," which was only on the VHS. They cut it from the cinematic release, oh, and the sort of detail that Ben brings. You know, well, I've grown, I've, grown I've grown up with that song in the yeah. film, and then it was cut, but they put it back in now, so it's on Disney Plus. Brilliant. So yeah. Thanks for that. Who's mate. next? Anyone want to jump in? Um, I'll say the home is um, he, he's a, actually a good Bobby. Um, but for me, one planning on watch this Christmas will be Passion Christ. So I know I see Christmas fell <laughs> <laughs> at the wrong end of of his life. <laughs> I thought we said you were not judging anyone. Have you? Oh, no, I you. Know, but we are going to. <laughs> Yeah, but if somebody mentions all with Jesus in it, I don't want to upset anybody, um, but I absolutely despise every Christmas film I've ever seen. I am so, so sorry, and I really, really, really want somebody to find me a Christmas film that I could watch and absolutely love. But last year, Ben made us watch Muppets Christmas Carol on the last day of work, and I have deliberately booked off the last day of work this year, so I don't have to sit through it. I'm going to take that as a challenge, Kelly, and I'm going to find a Christmas film before the end of December that you enjoy. Suzanne? Um, for me, it has to be Love Actually. Um, so the kids always like watching Home Alone, mm. um, but I like watching The Holiday. Oh. Mm. So, I know, I'm sorry, don't roll your eyes up there, I'm sorry. <laughs> So I'm with Susanna from Love Actually, but I also really love the um, the love um, the um, the film Last Christmas, uh, which is a Kellyanne. Have you seen that one? I've seen that one. So there's a Christmas film okay. that'll get you. Okay, it's a fantastic story, lovely story, really lovely. So that's quite a range of opinions, though. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Now, so a little bit of honesty now. I know that Libby and Luke absolutely love the holiday. In fact, Luke went to City Hall the other night to watch it with an orchestra being played, doing it live, and, you know, date night, the whole lot. So I said to Beck last night, okay, there's, they, they watch this film, they rate it, so we put it on last night on Netflix, a holiday. Well, 
I lasted 12 minutes. What? Yeah, and once Cameron Diaz did that hippie sort of, sort of acting, I just, I can't watch this. So I actually, <laughs> no, that's not my Cameron Diaz. Yeah. That's on the ghost of Muppet Christmas Carol. <laughs> <laughs> that is an academy dance like did anybody else feel it was like having cameron diaz in the room i forgot who was for a second i really forgot i told yeah. her for yeah. a moment and you, yeah. she's a regular listener to the podcast it's apparently. been said before hugh to be fair i can't go i can't literally walk across sheffield without people saying cameron come over here yeah, <laughs> anyway so love actually no i couldn't bear it honestly oh i still got a job great okay oh well i love actually for me this might be contentious as well. Should we move on to Christmas food, Christmas lunch? What's yeah, the state Christmas going food? Through? Yeah. Now there, we do have to be careful here because we mustn't judge people around their dietary requirements, okay? Because we know. So, <laughs> no judgment from me. Well, there is. There is <laughs> what are you trying to say? So, so you know, being being <laughs> being of an older generation, okay, and. Um, Sometimes when we go out for a meal as the team and stuff like that, we'll go somewhere and immediately it's there's half the menu is not acceptable due to whatever, you know. So Libby knows I'm taking a mick out of her because she, she says, I'll come back from Tesco's across the road and I'll bring a box of mince pies and some stolen and everything. And I put it on the table and I'm so excited. Like a little puppy brought some presents back. Libby said, I can't eat that because I'm gluten free. So we mustn't laugh about anyone that goes around the table that has a dietary requirement of any sort okay but i'll eat anything for christmas me is this appraisal coming up libby <laughs> <laughs> oh no she did mention that earlier on actually when was it even remotely possible we were going to find dietary requirements hilarious i can't see this <laughs> projection form well so far this is this is from a man this is this is this is from a man that has slated every Christmas carol that's ever been written. Yes. So yeah, yes. yes. No, okay, all right. Oh, I feel bad now. From the end this time. Yeah, go look, get get me out of this hole that I've just dug for myself because I'm getting stared at. So a staple. I'm thinking more dessert. Obviously, dessert's a big thing at Christmas. Viennetta. I love Viennetta. You can't have Viennetta at Christmas. Very eighties. Libby, make sure you discipline him. It's next up. <laughs> Going off on one. That's the after midnight podcast, that is. Yeah. Uh, Josh, we come to you. Yeah. Mince pies with brandy butter on. Yeah. Oh, Levenkuchen as well. Strong second. That's a German football team, isn't it? Yeah, it is. By, by a Levenkuchen, yeah. <laughs> so it's the other little stars and little hearts. They've got a lot of sugar on them. Okay. Yeah. Ginger ale. No, yeah, they're like winter spice. You can get it from Tesco in a bag. Into <laughs> spice from Tesco's. Yeah, yeah. You know, like the stars and the hearts. Yeah, I know, really. Yeah. Okay, thank you. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you see, for me, it's, it's all about the main course. It's not so much the dessert, it's the turkey and the 25 different sorts of stuffing and pigs in blankets and loads and loads of veg. A lot of nodding around the table. Yeah, and then, like, no, you. you're asleep then by the time it gets around. We actually eat sort of three o'clock-ish or whatever, three or four o'clock, so we can avoid the Queen's speech or the King's speech as it will be now. And then, um, so we'll eat. <laughs> Carry on. <laughs> yeah, Carry on. It's going to have to cut off. I know, we're going to have to cut off of this, aren't we? And, um, <laughs> and then, I can't, I'm too full to eat pudding, but... But pudding about five, half past five, when you go back for a little bit more, then the puddings are out. That's spawn, isn't it? Yeah, a lot of people nodding for that. One of my favourite things to eat that I, I would eat it all year round, but it only comes out around Christmas, is pigs in blankets. Mm. 
Mm. Pigs in blankets are are the best thing on on your Christmas plate, um, especially when I make them. I cut little slits in and stuff them with cheese as well. It makes them even better. Mm. Uh, and then for pudding, I'd love a really really boozy trifle. I want to be able to light my breath on fire after a trifle. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I think the most important component of the Christmas dinner has got to be roast potatoes for me. Mm. So get them right and you're on to a winner. So, mm. yeah, that and gravy. If you've just got those two things, you're okay. I, I really don't like turkey. It's just really dry and plain. I will eat it. That's not really great one. I will eat it, but recently I discovered a nut roast. Yeah. Very exciting, yeah. With different sauces, different spices, different sauces, and nobody else wants it, so I get it all for myself. Ideal. I just got to say, a couple of my sons are vegans. Okay, so nut roast, all that sort of stuff. We, um, my niece, when we go for Christmas, makes a um, uh, beetroot Wellington, which is absolutely fantastic. Ooh, you're woken up now here about that beetroot Wellington is absolutely fantastic. It was more look of horror. <laughs> I'm sorry, it was horror. Beatrice Wellington. There's no judging anyone's dietary requirements, said Hugh. Right. It has to go all red with beetroot. Surely that wouldn't work. If you see it, it shouldn't, would it? Because it wouldn't eat. I didn't know the most controversial moment of the thing was going to be Beatrice Wellington. Um, so, um, yeah, um, I'm also in a family that's um, a lot of vegetarians. Um, I'm trying to tot up how many are. There. There's all these different um, other halves, and I can't remember who is and isn't. Anyway, mainly vegetarians. I do a duck for those of us who <laughs> for those of us who eat meat, but then we do we always do nut roast and got various nut roast recipes. But I also specialise in incredible vegetarian roast potatoes by using a little bit of marmite in with the fat coating them with that a little bit of yeah and just making sure they really get bashed into the to the fat as well so yeah. very nice um i love desserts as well so my gran used to make something called ritzy tart which is my it's like a crumbled biscuit base with like caramel that like holds it together and then you've got like just thick whipped cream and chocolate on top it's delicious but yeah <laughs> but also i think roast potatoes so like Hannah, I don't really like turkey but it has to be a salmon for christmas dinner oh, yeah. oh, oh, oh. Oh, I like that yeah Kellyanne hates Christmas. <laughs> 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 Kelly Kellyanne loves Christmas dinner, um, even though she doesn't like Christmas films. Um, I've just been listening to everybody talking. Has anybody mentioned Yorkshire pudding? And do they feature on your Oh, absolutely. Because I, I, I can't imagine having a Christmas dinner without Yorkshire puddings. And then for dessert, believe it or not, I am not picky whatsoever. As long as I've got some custard for it, I am a very happy lady. Um, for me, I think um, Christmas without um, ram lips is not Christmas for me, you know. Because um, either ram lips or ram leg, you know, at least it got to be roasted. And that's all we have. I'll have for Christmas myself, yeah. That's fantastic. I can't get past the Yorkshire pudding debate. Okay, so we're going to have a show of hands around the table before we have another song from Hannah as to how many of us have Yorkshire pudding with our Christmas dinner. Okay, so if you have Yorkshire pudding with your Christmas dinner, hands up. 
There's one, two, three, four, five, six. Those that don't, hands up. Very Hannah, have you put what you've been... You do. Okay, I was almost Brexit again, wasn't it? One, two, three, four, five, five to six, I think. We were the, that's the we don't. We don't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't, yeah. So we lost again. Remember? Talking about Die Hard, right? Yeah, that's right. Die, gosh, yes, that's right. I do remember that. Get them mixed up. Die Hard, Brexit, Die Hard, Brexit. Get them mixed up. We're gonna have a, now we're going to have another song from Hannah. What are you going to play for us, Hannah? Uh, see Amid the Winter Snow, which... Now that Hugh said what he said out, I'm thinking, well, it probably didn't snow. Sorry. Really. I'm sorry. It didn't snow in Bethlehem, did it? No, but never mind. Yes, yeah, it could. Yes, um, it snows. It does snow round about this time of year, sometimes in that part of the world. I've had friends who've gone there during snow, and it snows in Bethlehem, snows in Jerusalem, and uh, it's quite incredible. I've never been there during snow, but it's, it's quite incredible to behold, apparently. We're on, we're on solid ground. True. Okay. Brilliant again, Hannah. Thank you. Um, it's worth mentioning whilst here as well, Hannah, they're the Lights for Christ Advent calendars, so they are available. Just tell us a bit about what they are. They are. So if you go on the diocesan website and go to the Lights for Christ section, you'll find them. Um, we wanted to create an Advent calendar with kind of ideas and prompts to help you prepare for Christmas every day, but we didn't want to dictate what people did every day. You know, there's no point in us saying, oh, uh, on the 3rd of December, you need to go to um, a Christingal service because if there isn't one in your area, then that's not going to make any sense. So we've um, come up with 24 ideas and you can decide the order in which you do them or if you do them, you know, you can always do one twice if there's something that doesn't sit with you well. Um, and there are also versions for children and families and for schools. So you have a look at the Lights for Christ section of the website and you'll find And again, anyone who's sort of taken part wants to send in any photos, reflections, do get in touch with us and we can help to, to promote them as well. So are you putting sort of social media out over Christmas, Ben, what uh, stuff every day? Is it like an advent calendar on the the Twitter feed and all that sort of stuff? Or are you... Yes, yeah, so we've been doing that so far. So we've been, again, sort of sharing each day from the calendar, but emphasising, as Hannah said, you don't have to do it in order. No. You can sort of do that again. Yeah. Um, you can go to two Christingal services if you want. Exactly. It's been very festive. Mm-hmm. Uh, but again, any any reflections we'll share as well from people who are happy to, to send them in as well. And all being well, as we did last year, we should have a sort of Christmas reflection from Bishop Pete going on Christmas Day. Right, fantastic. So, yeah, get in touch. Um, ben um, Ben doesn't talk about much about his fantastic social media work, but there's stuff comes out all the time from uh, his team, so it's fantastic. And, yes, if you do want to get in touch, do through those channels uh, and also uh, wordsofgrace at sheffield.anglican.org if you'd like to uh, compliment us on how brilliant we've been this year. Um, 
This episode may have sounded... Constructive criticism. All constructive criticism is ignored. Thank you very much. And um, this, uh, this episode may have sounded a little bit chaotic at times. That's because it has been slightly chaotic, but it's been fantastic to, um, to share some time together. We're just going to go around now for, the, for just a little Christmas thought from people, what they're going to be doing on Christmas Day, um, if there's anyone like to chat about. I shall be uh, my first Sheffield Christmas for a little while. Uh, with my wife and a few kids and we're um, having them around for Christmas Day and then we go to my brother's on Boxing Day in Cheltenham and um, the good thing about my brother is that he's the successful clever one of the family so he has a fantastic wine cellar so I was telling Libby earlier on that we get down there Boxing, boxing Day afternoon and there'll be three or four very classy bottles of wine already on the table opened and then his daughter who lives abroad will be back and she'll have made some gin and uh, it will be a fantastic few Christmas days for us. If there's any left over, you're welcome to sort of bring it to I church. I think it's highly unlikely there's going to be many le- much left over, Ben. I started to, um, so my Christmas Day, years ago when I was a kid, I used to go to church on Christmas Day itself. I hadn't for a long time, but I started to again. So that's been a nice way to sort of take part and sort of break up the day. So it tends to be presents in the morning. I'll go to my mum and sister's there for Christmas. Yeah, I go to church and then we'll come back, walk over to the pub for a drink, um, our local in Tansley. And then go over to my um, brother's house with his wife and two nieces. So uh, spend a bit of Christmas with them as well. And then it'll be quite a relaxed afternoon after that. That sounds idyllic. It's nice, yeah. Fantastic. Hannah, what, what Christmas Day is like in the, the Sandoval household? Uh, well, we're up here this year. Uh, last year we were with my parents in Birmingham. Uh, and so it will begin at midnight uh, when we have midnight communion. And this year I've um, agreed to play the organ. Well, I volunteered actually because we needed somebody. I can't really play the organ. Um, I can't do feet. I can do the hands. So I'm going uh, <laughs> to, you know, I can't do the bass lines. So I'm going to have to rectify that in the next few weeks. So, um, yeah, got to pick a few a few carols just to, to learn. So so you're going to pick carols that don't require feet? No, I'm going to. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to pick ones I can play on the piano and then I'm going to add a few notes with the feet. Jason, you look quizzical. Yeah, but... I'll have to get some special organ shoes. <laughs> I was just going to say, I might also volunteer to play the organ because I, too, cannot play the organ. I didn't realise <laughs> that was something you could just do. <laughs> Hands up, those who are going to apply to my organ. No, but now go to Sheffield, continue go to you, Jason. <laughs> <laughs> I sort of just hold down one note. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so like Anna, we sort of alternate for Christmas as well. So one year in Sheffield and then we'll go to my, my wife's family. We're up in the Dales, so nowhere better to be, really, really picturesque. And, yeah, roaring fires in the pubs and um, brass band playing. So really looking forward to that this year. Jason? Um, I, I, I've cooked Christmas dinner for, like, the past, I think, four or five years. So uh, I fancied a break from it this year so I invited myself to my mum's uh, who then told me that she wasn't going to be there she was going to be at my stepbrother's so I've invited myself along to my stepbrother's instead uh, and they're cooking Christmas dinner the only trouble is his wife is pregnant and due on the 1st of January so that you know could all go wrong that's a Christmas film plot line right there. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well I'll be up um, early because we're going to cross to my parents in Lincolnshire um, but I'm cooking everything that needs to be cooked in the oven and my mum's cooking everything that needs to be done on the hob so uh, yeah up early 
get the oven on and then drive across and we'll we'll have Christmas lunch. That's the sort of organisation level that we expect from Caroline, to be fair. She keeps our team sorted <laughs> with that sort of work. Oven hob, there'll be like a spreadsheet separated out, which Is there goes where. There is a mass referral sheet for which bits are allowed to go where, all that sort of stuff. Yeah. She will, yes, that's right. She'll follow up. She doesn't get there on time. She'll, she'll phone you early to tell you she's not going to be there till a bit later. All that sort of level of organisation. Josh, what about you? Um, well, we You're spending Christmas with Chris, aren't you? Yeah, I'm spending Christmas with Chris this year. Uh, no, we all, myself and my fiance, we alternate between Doncaster and Barnsley each year. So this year it's Barnsley. God, what a life, eh? <laughs> Honestly, I can't think of any better winter wonderland, to be honest. Uh, um, so, yeah, this year it's uh, in Barca at my mum and dad's. So I'll help my mum um, cook Christmas dinner and then I'll do some bingo calling afterwards, as is tradition. Yeah, You play bingo on Christmas Day? I do the bingo calling, yeah. Does anyone else join in? Or do you just stand in the room? Oh, no, no, everyone's... <laughs> They normally, they normally ask me to do the bingo calling and then I drink a lot of um, Irish cream and uh, do bingo calling, yeah. And you do all the same? Yeah, yeah. I uh, say, so, like, two fat ladies, Jean and Margaret. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> see you in the bar. <laughs> so, can I just clarify? Are Jean and Margaret in the room or no? no. <laughs> <laughs> there's, no there's no Jean and Margaret in the room at the time. <laughs> Alex, Rebecca, come see you. Better listen to the podcast Oh, interesting. Um, so, for me, um, we are hosting um, a sister who's coming all the way from Oxford, so um, it's going to be exciting um, because she's got um, three boys, so um, we got a small space, so we are, we are thinking, oh, we're going to survive here, yeah, but we should be all right, yeah, so that's more on Christmas. Um, well, I left home about 14 years ago, and it still um, would upset my mum greatly if I did not go home for Christmas dinner, and also I do try and keep her on her toes, I've told her that as soon as she can't Christmas dinner, that's it, she's going in a home. Uh, <laughs> um, I won't be helping in the slightest. Um, I will be drinking and getting merry and having a very nice day. Hopefully. Um, we will be at my in-laws this year, so that'll be nice. There'll be um, lots of kids there and uh, family, and then we do um, the present game, which some people love, some people hate. It is a, a dividing uh, game in the household, but I love it. And it's a game where you basically, there's not enough presents for everyone in the middle of the room and you have a, uh, a set of cards and you call the cards out. It's a bit like bingo. And then when you, at the end of it, you, when the presents are gone from the middle, you steal them from other people. So at the end, someone might have six presents and everyone else has none or whatever. So it's quite fun, especially after eating and drinking a lot. So. Okay, so no one wanted to cook this year. So um, me and the girls are joining my mum and dad and sister and we're going to a pub in Crosspool for Christmas dinner. Very nice, sounds good. So can I cheat and go the day before and go for Christmas Eve and just um, uh, pick on our nativity play at Christchurch, which for some years now, since um, yeah, since our, one of our priests um, basically... Um, he's now Bishop of Leicester, so I'll just say he failed to prepare for Christmas adequately. And so we created this thing called the Scratch Nativity, which is where everybody just turns up, plays whatever part they want to play. We improvise the story. There are bits of Bible reading. It's faithful to the scriptures um, in what we do. But it does mean that if you want to be Mary, you turn up on the Sunday before Christmas 
Uh, the dress ready to be Mary, I used the cloths and curtains that we got lying around the place and dress up as Mary in the past. I think the maximum we had, one year we had five Marys out the front, but it just means five people moving and tying and all that sort of thing. You know, people dress up as shepherds, people. And we also have people in other costumes as well. So, yes, it does mean that we have had Spider-Man and a Power Ranger at our nativity. They fit in perfectly as well. You know, Christ is for everyone and stuff like that. But uh, it's absolute high spot for me. I, I love it. I love seeing adults and kids just joining in it's a very pitsmall moment thanks you that's fantastic so i think our time together is uh, coming to an end is that right i think so yeah um merry christmas to everybody in the room and merry christmas to all our listeners it's been a great year for some people for some of the time but also remember there are a lot of people who haven't haven't also had a great year but as we come to this time let's just uh, remember those that perhaps aren't having such a good time think about them but also please do have a great time don't feel guilty about that hugh you you go <laughs> and I will sing a few carols for you especially but we're going to finish with a rendition of we wish you a merry christmas is that what we're going to do ben yeah just to flag just before then oh. so we're going to have a, a quick winter break now on the podcast oh, but so on brand ben all the time we'll be you? back on tuesday the 9th of january we've got some great guests lined up already in the new year so we're back back around to go on the 9th of january we've got some big names next year haven't we Indeed. Yeah. Can we tease them now or are we, are we waiting till... Oh, I see. Well, no, no, don't peek too soon. Okay. Let's think of the next year. It's going to be a big year for Words of Grace. Absolutely, definitely. Yeah, the Pope. <laughs> ben, you know very well that Ben missed his opportunity with the Pope. Couldn't even get on the balcony, for goodness sake. <laughs> so, so... <laughs> you didn't want to know. You just didn't want to know. Get off the balcony. Um, so let's sing together, We Wish You a Merry Christmas. We wish you a Merry Christmas. We wish you a Merry Christmas. We wish you a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. The tidings we bring to you and your king. We wish you a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Merry Christmas, everybody. Merry Christmas, Ben. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas.